Chapter Twelve of Wapsy: The Adventures of a Guardian Angel by Gerard S. Griffin, W.F. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. Chapter Twelve: On the Road to Matangu. Through the forest surrounding the village of Matangu ran a number of little paths, winding round and round like great serpents. In the old days, these paths had often echoed to the tread of savage tribes in search of other heads to stick up on poles around the village. One fine morning in June, when the sun was already high in the sky, feet were again heard marching, and voices were raised in song. It was not a war song this time. It was a song all about Father George and his belongings. Ah, yeah, he is a great man. He brings medicine that jumps. He has a box that talks. He is a beast that goes picky-picky. Ah, yeah, he is a great man. Ah, yeah, and his boxes are heavy. Ah, yeah, his boxes are heavy. To understand what this meant, you must know that Father George had some rather powerful remedies in his medicine box, that he had a little victrola, that he had a motorbike, and the song being sung was that of the porters bringing all that was needed for the new mission. It is not quite true to say that the boxes held all that was needed, for lots of things that were really needed Father George just didn't have and couldn't possibly afford to buy. But Father George didn't mind. He was driving along on his motorbike in the forest, and his heart was glad, because he was coming to start a new mission. Wopsy was also glad, very glad, for was he not guardian of the only Christian in all Matangu village, and had he not had a lot to do with the coming of Father George? Of course, all the guardian angels for miles around were excited, but Wopsy was most excited of all. Every few minutes he flew off across the forest, taking a peep at the black porters to make sure they didn't drop any of the boxes, or watching Father George chugging away on the motorbike. It was quite a problem for the angels to keep that motorbike going. There were so many bits and pieces that might fall off at any minute. Father George's own guardian angel was quite glad to have a helping hand now and then to make sure the machine didn't stop altogether. On went the black porters. On went Father George, disturbing things in the forest, small creepy things such as brightly colored beetles and big hairy spiders, small timid animals such as squirrels and mice, large fierce animals such as lions and leopards. They did not know anything about the new mission yet, but one of the small beetles bit the leg of a little antelope not far from the black porters, and the little antelope ran off into a dark part of the forest, near the lair where the lions lived. One big lion with an enormous mane, was feeling rather hungry just then, so he growled and started off to have a talk with the antelope, and the antelope ran faster than ever, back to where the porters were marching and singing, just as, for the eighty-seventh time, the porters had got to the line. He has a beast that goes picky-picky. They heard a huge roar close behind them in the forest. Their song stopped suddenly. The porters gave one frightened look in the direction of the roar. Then, without any hesitation at all, they started off as hard as they could go. You will be wondering what happened to the luggage. Well, if Wopsy hadn't been flying by just then, goodness knows what would have happened to it, for the men just threw it down on the ground. Certainly some of the boxes would have broken, and all the glass would have cracked, if Wopsy hadn't caught each box as it fell and deposited it safely on the ground. He had to be rather quick, of course, to do this, but he managed it quite easily. He couldn't help smiling at these men, for he was sure that the lion much preferred antelope meat to human meat for his lunch. That was why the lion did not stay, but went off after the antelope. Wopsy, meanwhile, took a look inside the boxes. He didn't open them. 
Angels don't need to do that. But he went through them carefully. He found some vestments for masks that looked rather old and worn. Wopsy had hardly finished his inspection when black heads began to peep around the trunks of trees, and black figures dropped down from high branches. Then came the snort of a motorbike. But even before Father George appeared around a bend, all the boxes were back in their places, and a new song was heard. Ah, yah, he was a mighty lion, his roar was like the thunder, his size was the size of an elephant. Ah, yah, he was the mighty one. But he saw Nakapo and Nabuti, he saw Tamba and Sabawo, and he fled into his lair. Ah, yah, he was the mighty one, but we are the great hunters. End of chapter 12